guys, and welcome to What in the Millennials Mom Talking About. So for today's episode, we are going to talk about our view on virtual learning and pros and cons. So like Leah said, today we're going to talk about virtual learning, the new normal. Well, at least for me and for you, right? Yep. Well, uh, so as I mentioned in my introduction um, podcast, if you haven't heard it, that's the first thing they have uploaded. Um, I am with my finishing my final prerequisite for nursing school. And it is a very tough class. I'm taking microbiology and doing it online. It is stressful. I have to go once a week to the actual campus and do microbiology experiments. Um, Learn what bacteria does and germs and, you know, all those fun things. And so it's been very difficult. But for me, I think time management... Well, let's be honest. Time management has always been an issue. Like, I'm not going to lie. I procrastinate a lot and because, yes, I'm going to be 100% real. I do be, I'm on my phone a lot and I'm not going to lie. It's it's like a thing. Like, okay, let me just check 10 minutes of Instagram and 10 minutes turn into one hour. One hour turns into two. Or let me see what's going on on TikTok. Yeah, I know. You guys are going to say, you shouldn't be on TikTok. Shouldn't be on TikTok. I know. That's what I said. I had and I was like, oh. No, no, wait, hold on. You told me (laughs) that I need to download TikTok. This is your No, that was Instagram. No, you said, Mom, TikTok, and here I am with TikTok, and now that's my addiction. That's your fault, Leah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so I spend a lot of time on social media. Yes, I'm going to be very honest, 100% real. A lot, a lot of time is spent on social media. What is going on? The majority is TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) So... I am having trouble time managing my, my, my studies. I mean, so I'm going to tell you really quick how I am doing um, the online thing. So I have to get myself up in the morning and do the mom thing and do whatever I have to do at home, right? And then sit down and concentrate listening to lectures online. Yes, that can be very boring, especially when they're recorded. And you have to make sure you do it yourself. I mean, come on, who wants to sit there and listen to two hours of lecture? In reality, those two hours turn into four hours because you have to pause, rewind, listen to the professor talking about something you have no idea what he's talking about, make additional notes, and it just, it's a mess. So for me, wait, hold on. I'm going to be honest on this too. <laughs> yes, is very challenging. It's not impossible. It's very challenging. But I will say something. I have learned a lot more online than I did going to campus. I have no idea why. It could be because I'm at the comfort of of my home. Maybe. Or is it because I have my own time to do things? Honestly, I don't know because we're different human beings. (laughs) But I personally like being home later. Like home. All the time. All the time. I like home. I love my home. It's my comfort zone and I like just to sleep in but I can't basically I can't do that anymore because of school (laughs) but I prefer online than face-to-face okay even though I do miss my (laughs) friends I prefer online okay hold on so we're gonna get to that in a second so to sum it up yes online virtual learning however you want to call it is cool it's a new thing but it gets it gets a little too much. I don't sit there and 
physically talk to my professors. It's something that's been pre-recorded. So it's not like I can go be like, oh, I have a question on number two or what is this about? And then going to answer. I have to sit there and then I have a question. I have to email them. And then to be honest, my professors are not the fastest ones responding to my email. So it takes three days for them to email me back. And by the time they email me back, I forgot what I learned. And yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. Another thing, very important topic or very important thing exams like oh my god don't even get me started <laughs> wait hold on well like okay i i get it it's all about me but let me just yeah, say uh-huh. it so my exam so check this out guys my professor chose to i mean and it's not the only one i'm this is going around everywhere but we have to download this thing called um lockdown browser and so when i'm taking my exams i have to show my face before i even start the exam i have to take a picture of my face and then show my ID or driver's license to make sure that's me taking my exam. And then I am being monitored, like a camera's monitoring me every like click I make and every move I make on the computer. So if I make the wrong move, it records like a weird movement and it sends like my professor an alert when he goes back and reviews the exam and he can go back to the minute where he got the alert and see what the heck I was doing. So. It's a little challenging when you have, you know you're being recorded, not that I'm cheating, guys, and I'm being 100% real, I'm not cheating. If I don't know the material, then that's my fault, or whatever it was, I don't know it, but I won't cheat. And then you have a clock ticking, because you have a certain amount of time. So it is stressful. So I hear it. I get it, guys. It's not fun. It's boring. We all wanted to be home, because we wouldn't want to wake up in the morning, but it's stressful. Yes, I've learned a lot more, but damn, it's so stressful. What about you? Um, well, like I said in my introduction, I'm in seventh grade. So instead of six periods like I had last year in sixth grade when I was in face-to-face, um, I have four periods. So my four periods are math, then history, and then I take a break, um, lunch, and then independent work. I have English, and then I have student council. So, um... Wait, wait, tell them that's new. Something new. Yeah, student council is new. I had PE, and I love PE. Like, I just, I love working out. It's, like, my favorite thing. But, don't lie. Okay. You don't work out. I don't work out all the time, but I like I like you seeing people it. looking. <laughs> I like seeing people working out. I don't like to work out, though. That's not you working out. That's others working <laughs> well, out. You get, you, get, you get the gist. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just emailed, I emailed um, my counselor for my grade level and I was like hey politely I was like I don't like this class I don't feel like it's for me um, well tell them tell them why PE was not for you virtual learning way wise what were you guys doing in PE we were just we really wouldn't do much I feel like we didn't really we didn't really learn much like I did had PE last year as an elective and I loved it but that's probably because I, I was face-to-face and I could talk to people I could physically work out basically basically <laughs> But there was days where I just didn't want to do it. I was just so... Well, give them a little explanation, like, like example of what you guys would do. Like, we would do hockey. I don't have a hockey stick. I don't own a hockey stick. I play soccer. I don't own a hockey stick. So she was like, improvise. Use a broom and a ball. And I have two dogs named Chloe and Teddy. 
So they play with this little ball, it's like tennis ball. So me over here getting a broom and trying to score some random goal. I'm trying to go easy on myself so I don't get hurt a muscle or something. I'm over here going easy with the little ball that my dogs are playing with. Wait, so you're grabbing a broom and you're sweeping a ball <laughs> underneath the, the couch. That's all you would do, and that was hockey. Yeah. I had to. My mom always taught me, work with what you have, so I worked with what I had. And why did you just not want to do that anymore? I didn't like it. I didn't feel like it was something for me. People feel like they're... Sometimes I don't like the things that people like. My mom likes stuff that I don't like. It's it's human, basically. <laughs> so I enrolled my uh, sixth, no, seventh grade counselor from my grade level, and I was like, hi. Um, politely said. Yeah, politely. I politely. I'm not saying how I said Politely it. said, I don't like PE. Yes, politely. I don't <laughs> like this. I hate this. I just get me out of this. You did not say that. No, I said it in a polite way, though. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble here. Your intentions were there. Yes. So she was like, okay, I'll see what I can do. I'm like, oh my god, thank god. So, um, I, five, four days after, she emails me back. I'm like, hey, um, we have a spot open for student council, and my mom always told me being student council I was in student council it was so much fun so I was like I never really thought about it I was like student council is just for like these weird kids I want to be like teacher's pets and all that stuff I never really thought until the meaning of student council so my friends are in student council um and I heard them saying like yeah it's so much fun I like it I was like oh okay I'll try it out so I emailed her and I was like I like student council so she's like, okay, um, the teacher that teaches student council will email you, and we will see what we can do. It's like, okay, so that's fine with me. So I email her, email her, and I'm like, the teacher of student council, and I'm like, hey, um, I want I like this class. I want to be in this class. Um, I'm excited to be in this class. I will give a hundred percent in this class. I was like so feeling can't... it. I was like, I want to be this year. I'm feeling independent. I'm feeling strong. So this is you emailing your student council teacher. You you're giving her all your emotions because yeah. you really want her to accept you into student. <laughs> yes. So tell him, did you get into student council? I did get into student council. Yay! Yay! You no longer it's, have to do the, into the sound, clapping sound. <laughs> so you no longer have to do the broom and the ball <laughs> underneath the couch. Yeah, no longer. So, Thank God. Yeah. Well, okay. So like, that's not good off topic. Really but so tell them how virtual learning is for you like tell them like kind of a little bit what you do and how you're learning and is it tough and be real tell them how easy it is for you right now in my um, opinion but that yeah, doesn't matter so, no just say your feelings don't, don't mind me um so I personally I feel like online learning is stressful um it's the new normal it's something difficult for me to get used to of course i am a kid so it's hard for me to understand a lot of the different things that are going on in the world um but i feel like it's kind of stressful personally i feel like they give out more work than they would they give in they give out face to face but do they really though mm. do your teacher say it's mostly procrastination for me like my mom <laughs> okay i have a phone as well so i will get on my phone and i will just go on pinterest i don't have social media i have pinterest and that's on youtube and that's all i have wait pause you're lying you're not on your phone when you're in school no I, I she takes my phone in school so i get distracted super easily it's the craziest thing like i've seen people playing oh bird i just get so distracted so she takes my phone away and it's really understandable i feel like I, i'll give her my phone i'm like here before i get addicted and i get failing in this class i don't want my phone i don't want to deal with all these assignments I have to do. So, 
Um, my math class, I love that class. Uh, last, I had, I always had a struggle with math. Math was never my strong suit. Um, but last year in sixth grade, I had this wonderful teacher, Miss Torchin, and she was the best. She made math so much fun, so much easier for me to understand. It was the best thing ever. So, all the damage that I had from the past previous school years, she fixed it in just one school year. And that helped me so much this year in seventh grade to understand so, mon so many math things. It made me appreciate that I understand math. So you in the past, like I remember when you were in fifth grade, you had a teacher, and we're not gonna say names mm -hmm. here, but you had a teacher who wasn't, and you know guys, as a mom, I should not even say this because it's, I'm not a teacher and I don't want to like offend any teachers because that's not right. I know they do a great, amazing job. And they don't and, get paid enough for what they do. Right, they yeah. They don't, like at all. But I also feel, and I also, as a student, I also understand that there are teachers who are not fit for people. But there's also students like myself sometimes that procrastinate and would do 100%. So it works both ways, right? So, but I feel that your teacher in fifth grade mm -hmm. was probably not the best fit for you in math. And you mm -hmm. kind of got afraid, and your self-esteem was down, and you struggled a lot last I year. Felt, I felt out of place. All these people were, like, so smart, and I was born in December, so I am a grade above, because I didn't, when I used to live in California, I didn't kind of... So, Aaliyah retirement. was born in December, so technically she should be in sixth grade, sixth grade right now, mm -hmm. but my child started speaking so early, and she was being nosy so early, so she learned her ABCs, <laughs> like, super young age, and... Long story short, um, I uh, she was in a daycare who uh, the owner was amazing and taught him a lot of family friend basically. Yeah, so she taught him a lot of little things and she learned a lot in the daycare. So when I took her to preschool, I was only there for not even a full year. No, <laughs> she was there for a few months and they're like, "Hey, your daughter is trying to teach the other kids their ABCs <laughs> and their numbers. I think she's ready for kindergarten." And I'm like, "No, wait, how, how is that possible?" <laughs> so anyway, Aaliyah's, uh was pushed up a year, mm -hmm. so that's kind of where we're at so, so in fifth grade you struggled I felt intimidated I was everyone was so smart everyone was just getting all the answers right and I'm over here struggling so this kid sitting next to me he was so smart he was the smartest in the class I felt like so I was always always asking him out I would always ask him for help um he would help me of course um but I just wouldn't understand he would my teacher would make us do extra math which is a math learning site where you do multiplication division you know just so that you get 100 percent and so you can go to the next level um and that wouldn't help me i knew my multiplication facts and division facts by heart i was very good at them i got 100 percent on all the tests in third grade but i just didn't feel like you, you I understood was there. the material i didn't understand the material yeah either. i was i feel like i was out of place i didn't feel like i was supposed to be here yeah so, like I said earlier, my t my sixth grade teacher. Ms. But that Torchin, hold on, tell them that you were that because of that you had early bird, right? Yeah. So early bird at my school, I'm in middle school. They um, like an extra help. Extra help. So my math teacher basically said you can come early before school. Everyone else starts school, and you can get extra math. So that's help. in a class before cl school starts. Mm -hmm. So basically, to sum it up, I had two math classes and. At the beginning of the school year, I was like, why the heck do I have this? Like, I don't like this. I don't want this. I felt, I felt stupid. I felt dumb. I felt... And like was I that in here. sixth grade? That's year. Yeah, I was sixth grade. Okay. So, I was like, 
I felt, I don't know why I'm here. I feel like I was like a delinquent. I felt like I shouldn't <laughs> be here. What? I don't know. I just felt like I shouldn't be what here. What is the definition of delinquent? I felt like I did something wrong to be here. I was okay, like, what I did I, I do? <laughs> I didn't think, I think we need to learn those definitions. But anywho, um, we are real here. We're going to keep it in the. <laughs> yeah. So um, I was like, I felt weird. But and you were embarrassed. I was, yeah, I was embarrassed. I didn't. Tell my, I wasn't even gonna tell my friends. I get. I'm an extra mouth. I'm, I'm an extra mouth. I need help. I was like, that's not what I'm gonna do. Okay, so this is an opportunity of teaching somebody who's experiencing that. So, so let's tell them really quick. So somebody that has having trouble with math and needs mm-hmm. a little extra help. What is your advice to them of reaching out for help or being embarrassed? Should they be embarrassed? Should they keep it quiet? And not who s- cares what they have to say? Who cares? Honestly, if you know that's going to help you the most, then don't even mind them. I suffer from bullying for, um... That's a different Yeah, that's a different topic. We're talking about... We're talking about math. Um, but don't care what they have to say. They're not you. You are you, and you need what you need. So if somebody's struggling with math, what's your advice to them? Ask questions. That's 100% you need to do. Put little notes in your notes. So, like, what I do in math is if... I ask questions, which is very important. If like, I ask her, why does X equal five? And she'll be like, X equals five because three minus three plus two is five. And I'm like, okay, I write down three plus two equals five. That's why five equals five. So that's the notes I take. Um, I just feel like that helps me a lot. I feel like it makes me understand more. Um, I learn by music. So I listen to music a lot. So uh, when I was younger, I had to you know uh, in fifth grade, I had to know. Like, hold on, hold on one second. Sorry, to interrupt you. Mm-hmm. Let's not get off topic. So we're talking about your advice is to them is saying, if they're struggling with math, reach out for help. Mm-hmm. Ask for help, right? Mm-hmm. If your parents can help you, that's okay because sometimes I couldn't help you. Yeah, I, for sure. And don't be embarrassed to ask questions. Correct? Yeah, don't be embarrassed. There's there's someone in that classroom that has the same question as you, like, or probably more than one person. Yeah, exactly. So that that's what I was always told someone in that classroom has more that the question that you have so don't be afraid to ask that question even people laugh who cares what they have to say you it's worth people laughing for you to get 100 percent in that test and you can be so smart and have 100 percent in your grade because you ask those questions and feel confident you know the material yeah that that's how i felt i felt so confident and when you're when you ask for help doesn't that make teachers feel happy mm-hmm. like so like my school has like this after after hours things for all your classes so I go there, and I'm like, I need help on this. Can you please help me for this? And they're like, yeah, I'll help you. So that's like my security blanket. I feel safe there so I can ask questions. Okay, so right now when you're doing online, we're doing um, we're talking about virtual learning or online learning for this pandemic thing. What is your 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 whole entire opinion about it? Is it, is it for you? Um, I... Yes and no. Yes, because I like staying home. Like I said earlier, it's like my comfort yeah. home. But no, because I feel like I, like as us humans, like my mom told me earlier, we need socialize. We need to socialize. We need we need human interaction. Mm-hmm. Early in the pandemic, I broke down. I was like really low because I was like, why is this happening? Why? I was so young. I didn't know what's going on. You're still young. I'm, yeah, I'm, still, I'm still young. <laughs> it's not like we're in a pandemic for five years. Yeah, it's yeah. Great. It feels like it, but yeah. we're not. I'm, I'm young. I don't understand all the stuff that's going on with all of this coronavirus and all of this crazy stuff. And is it okay to feel that way? It's okay. It's We're human. We have feelings, and it's okay to feel that way. 
you're not alone. You, you, you can feel this way, and it's it's okay. But express the way you feel, right? It's okay to ask, and hey, I'm feeling having a bad day, and maybe this online class is too much for you, and it's okay to take breaks in between, and it's okay to not want to do work, but what advice do you give them at the end of the day? At the end of the day, what's your advice for virtual learning? That you don't need to care what people say. If you have questions, ask questions. Be confident. Be yourself. Be you because no one else they might have the same name as you but they don't have the exact dna as you they don't have the same traits as you they don't they're not the same as you are so my advice is be confident ask those questions because those questions will come back to you those those material that you're learning right now will come back to you later on in school okay and then when you want you want to give them advice on how you you're have pretty good grades you know you're doing really good in school yeah. you want to give them advice on how you're doing that accomplishing that and how you're being able to time manage it all it's a struggle but how you're doing your stuff um so my mom bought me this thing on amazon that is like a to-do list kind of so i write down when my teacher says this math assignment is due at three twenty-one, which is the time i get out of school I'm like, okay, I write down when she says that. Miss blah, 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 blah said, this is due at 321. Make sure to get that done. And that really helps me a lot. So that before I go to bed, I make sure I have everything done. I check all my classes. And mm-hmm. that's one thing that really helps me a lot. There's times where I'll forget. And I'm, like my like I said in our intro, we're going to be 100% with you. I will get a low grade. I will get low grades. And that's okay. I learn from my mistakes. And I learn that. When I got this question wrong because I didn't read the question correctly, or so what you're saying is, do a to-do list, follow mm-hmm. your to-do list to accomplish your goals. So let's be real. There's distractions, distractions, right? Yeah. You want to be on your phone, and that happens. So, what advice do you have of when you're in school? So for you and uh-huh. be a hundred percent real, uh-huh. should do you think being on your phone is a good thing? Um, when you're in during class time, um, no. The reason I'm saying no is because your phone, for those of you guys that are listening that you have social media, you get addicted to it. You see all these people, you know, having certain stuff, and, like, you're just checking on your phone, trying to see what people are doing, and you don't focus on the material that your teachers are talking to you about. Mm-hmm. So when it, when semester exams come, when your exams come, you're, like, rushing to get all of the material done so that you don't have to worry about it, and... It's better to get off of the phone because your phone will be there later. It will be there. It was not going to vanish. That's not going to happen. I promise you. So you just focus. It's It was hard for me 100%. I'm going to be honest. It was hard for me. During quarantine, I was on my phone 24-7 watching YouTube, playing games, Pinterest, you know. And did your grades suffer? 100%. And besides your grades, how did your brain feel after like a while? You couldn't even focus. When you wanted to focus, you couldn't focus, right? Because I was thinking on people on Pinterest. I was thinking, this thing was so cute. I remember seeing this two days ago. Oh, my God, I remember that. I yeah. just never focused. And so. When I put my, what I do is I power off my phone. If it's next to me, I power off my phone. So I don't, when I touch it, it, it won't turn on. So I'm not tempted to go on it. Mm-hmm. But my advice is just don't worry about your phone. It's going to be there. So just try to focus. It's not going to vanish. Okay, wait. I have a question. Uh, so what if you can't focus? What are your tips to, for people that, even if they put their phone down, even if they're trying to do their hardest to focus, what if they can't focus? What works for you? So 
funny you asked that. We might do like a different like episode just specifically on meditation. Yeah, that's something we're new. We're learning. How yeah. To do. So my mom started doing meditation. But um, anyway, it's a different episode. Yeah. What, what do you? I do? recommend to clear your mind. Uh, meaning, go outside if you have a pool. Put your feet in the pool. If not, your grass outside. Something outdoors. Grass so. makes us t- R- feel the earth. Like it ground, ground ourselves. ourselves basically. Mm-hmm. So, um. Do that. Breathe, doing breathing exercises always helps me. It uh, put essential oils, meaning put like relaxing oils so that you can relax and you can focus. Or if that doesn't work for you, maybe just do breathing exercises. Breathing in and out for 10 seconds, breathing out for 10 seconds. Or maybe go walking. Go on a walk. Um, wear your mask. <laughs> yeah, wear your mask. I forget to wear your mask. Um... So. Hydrate. When you drink water, when you, I've noticed, maybe it's just me, but when you drink water, when you study, you retain more. You think more. Okay. So that's that's your tip. So even some, cause sometimes some people can't concentrate, They're no matter different. how yeah. hard they are. And that's okay. Sometimes pacing back and forth in your room for a few minutes and then sitting down may help, right? Because you do that sometimes. You're like, oh, I'm frustrated sitting in this chair and you need mm-hmm. a, a little outlet. Or maybe just stretch. Just stretch, stretch out your body. You're, you've been sitting in a chair for four hours. Stretch, stretch your body. And do you think sleep is important? A hundred percent. If you don't sleep, then you don't you don't focus. You need to sleep to focus. Right. In order for you to focus, you need at least eight hours of sleep. At least I get eleven to twelve because I sleep sometimes. around nine sometimes. <laughs> I'm also young a little bit. I'm not gonna be honest with you, but um, sometimes I'll get eleven to twelve hours, and that's. That helps me feel energized for the next day. I wake up, I count my blessings, and sometimes I'll meditate. I've kind of been slacking, like, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, but when you don't sleep, what happens to you the next you day? You don't remember anything. You're so off. You want to sleep in class, and that, that's happened to me. I want to sleep in class, but I'm like, no, I can't do that. I, I can't sleep in class. That's not nice. That's not polite. So I just stay up the whole class, and I'll maybe stay up all night. Doing the notes so I can focus. Because notes are very important. Notes are, teachers are basically giving you the answers to the quiz with the notes. Yeah. So, okay. So, to sum it up today, for me, Claudia, the millennial mom, (laughs) online learning, virtual learning has been new, challenging. I've learned a lot more maybe because I'm taking my time to learn it, (laughs) but it's been a challenge managing and juggling everything. So yes, it's a struggle. And moms, if you are listening to this, um, I get it. It's not, we don't have answers to everything and we're not teachers. No, we never, I mean, I never thought I was going to be helping my child with schoolwork, right? Yes, parents, that's kind of like part of the, part of the deal, right? You kind of help your parents out, but it's been more than helping. So I get it. It's frustrating. You might not understand the material. But you guys, there's so many free resources out there um, that you can go online. YouTube, Khan Academy is one of those things we actually go on. And, and it helps me understand the material. Another thing too. Flow you know, vocabulary. Flow vocabulary. That is the thing your teachers play. Flow. F-L-O. Like flow. I think so. Flow vocabulary. They oh, make okay. music for math. I think it's, I don't know. I think it's more than math. But they make music for the topic, so like, okay. like kind of like songs, so like you can it gets stuck in your brain. Okay, so that's for people. And then 
Also, um, for the for the parents out there, reach out to your te- your child's teacher and say, "Hey, listen, my son's struggling with this. I don't know the the topic. How can I help him?" And I'm sure they're gonna want to help out. I mean, a lot of the teachers are dealing with a lot of challenges themselves, so I'm sure they want your child to succeed. I know there's a few teachers here and there can be challenging. I'm not saying no. I'm very grateful and thankful that I have not experienced that. Um, but reach out to them and try to get as much as you can. And guess what, guys? For me as a mom, yes, A's are awesome. Yes, all of my child is straight A students are bragging right from parents. But guess what? I tell Aaliyah, I don't care if you get an A and you don't know. If you get an A and you don't even know what you got, like the material and you didn't learn anything, for me, that's an F. Like, it doesn't matter. But if you get a D and you learn, you know it all and you got a D because you're struggling taking an exam or it's just a struggle and that's okay because I know you learned something from it straight A's look great I get it there's parents that are just so strict with it and that's who I was and how I was but you know what if Aaliyah gets a D because she's lazy doesn't want to get up and she doesn't want to do her job yes I'm going to be upset yes we're going to have a talk and there's going to be consequences mm-hmm. but if Aaliyah gets a D and I know she put her like her hard work and she learned and she struggled and this something that she has a hard time with guess what I'm going to let it go because I'm not going to put extra stress on my child knowing she's doing what she can. So parents out there, take it easy on them. I know it's an easy thing to say and it's difficult to understand that. But from coming from a mom and a student at the same time, it's a struggle, right? Yeah, like I also want to say like as a child perspective, parents, please be patient with us. Okay. We will maybe be like frustrated and we'll be in a bad mood and that's because we're stressed with school. Like my mom said, she's a student, and she'll, there's times where she'll be stressed, and there's times where we will be, I will be stressed, and it's just a bad day for us. So, like I said, please be patient with us. We are young, we are still learning, so um, ask your child's teacher what you, what you can do to help, help your child, because okay. the way my mom teaches me will help the way my teacher teaches me, so they get both of the my parent and teacher to help me i will learn more basically okay so that's it all right guys we're gonna wrap it up today thank you for listening us chit chat here and go off topic like i said (laughs) we're not a pros we're still learning Mm -hmm. we might go off topic here and there but that's the beauty of a podcast right you get to express who you are and keep it at 100 real all right guys thank you so much for tuning in to what in the millennials mom talking about i hope to guys hope to hear from you guys next right yeah hope you guys enjoyed this podcast laughed and had fun i'll see you guys next time thank you for the support bye guys bye